I'd like to give everyone a warm welcome back to the Witty Words of Wisdom podcast. I am your host, Manuel Bay. We will begin reading chapter 6 today. The law of attraction, the most powerful law in the universe. Every thought vibrates, every thought radiates a signal, and every thought attracts a matching signal back. We call that process the law of attraction. The law of attraction said that which is likened to itself is strong. And so you might see the powerful law of attraction as a sort of universal manager that sees to it that all thoughts that match one another line up. You understand this principle when you turn on your radio and deliberately tune your receiver to match signal from a broadcasting tower. You do not expect to hear that music is being broadcasted on the radio frequency of 101.com to be shooting on your tuner one that is set to 98.6 FM. You understand that radio vibrational frequency must match the law of attraction you breathe into. So as far as your experiences, experience causes you to launch vibrational rock. Pardon me, let me read that again. So as your experience causes you to launch vibrational rockets you desires, you must then find ways of holding yourself conscious consistently in vibrational harmony with those desires in order to receive their manifestation. Pardon me one second, this page is dog eared. To what are you getting your attention? Whatever you're getting your attention to cause it to emit a vibration, the vibration that you offer equal your asking, which equals your point of attraction. If there is something you decide that you currently do not have, you need only put your attention upon it, and by the law of attraction it will come to you. For as you think about this thing or experience that you desire, you offer vibration to none by that law. The very thing or experience must come to be. However, if there is something that you desire that you are currently do not have, and you put your attention upon your current state of not having it, then law of attraction will continue to match that not having a vibration, so you continue to not have that which you desire. It is law. How can I know what I am attracting? The key to bringing something into your experience that you desire to achieve vibrational harmony with what you desire. And the easiest way for you to achieve vibrational harmony with it is to imagine having you pretend that it is already in your experience, blow your thoughts toward the enjoyment of the experience, and as you practice those thoughts and begin to consistently offer that vibration, you will then be in the place of allowing that into your experience. Now, by paying attention to the way you feel, you can easily know if you are giving your attention to your desire, or if you are giving it to the absence of your desire. When your thoughts are vibrational match to your desire, you feel good, your emotional range would be from contentment to expectation to eagerness to joy. But if you are giving your attention to the lack of or absence of your desire, your emotions would range would range from feelings of pessimism to worry to discouragement to anger to insecurity to depression. And so as you become consciously aware of your emotions, you will always know how you are doing with the line part of your creative process. And you will never again misunderstand why things are turning out the way they are. Your emotions provide a wonderful guiding system for you. If you will pay attention to them, you'll be able to guide yourself to anything that you desire. You get what you think about, whether you want it or not. By the powerful universal law of attraction, you draw to the draw to you the essence of whatever you are predominantly thinking about. So if you are predominantly thinking about the things that you desire, your life experience reflects those things. And in the same way, if you are predominantly thinking about what you do not want, your life experience reflects those things. 
Whatever you're thinking about is like planning a future event. When you're appreciating, you're planning. When you are worrying, you are planning. Worrying is using your imagination to create something you do not want. Every thought, every idea, every being, everything is vibrational. So when you focus your attention on something, even for a short period of time, the vibration of your being begins to reflect the vibration of that which you are giving your attention to. The more you think about it, the more you vibrate it. The more you vibrate like it, the more of that which is like it is attracted to you. Petrum and attraction will continue to increase until a different vibration is offered by you. When a different vibration is offered, things that match that vibration are then drawn to you by you. When you understand the law of attraction, you are never surprised by what occurs in your experience, for you understand that you have invited every bit of it through your own thought process. Nothing can occur in your life experience without an invitation of it through your thought, because there are no expectations to one powerful law of attraction. A thorough understanding of it is easy to achieve. And once you understand that you get what you think about, and equally important, when you are aware of what you are thinking, when you are in the position of to exercise absolute control of your own experience. How big are your vibrational differences? Here are some examples. There is a very, very big vibrational difference in your thoughts of appreciation of your mate and in your thoughts of that. And your thoughts of what you would like to be different about your mate. And your relationship with your mate without exception reflects the preponderance of your thoughts. While you may not have done it consciously, you have literally thought your relationship in new bands. Your desire for improved financial condition cannot come to you if you often feel jealous of your neighbor's good fortune for the vibration of your desire for the vibration of your jealous feelings are different vibrations. An understanding of your vibrational nature will make it possible for you to easily deliberately create your own reality in minute time. And with practice, you will discover that all desire that you hold can be easily realized, for there is nothing that you cannot be, do, or have. You are a summoner of vibrational energy. You are consciousness, you are energy, you are vibration, you are electricity, you are source energy, you are creative, you are on leading edge of thought. You are the most specific most active summoner and utilizer of that energy that creates worlds that exist anywhere and is always evolving eternally becoming universe. You are creating you are creative genius expressing here this leading edge time space reality for the purpose of taking that beyond that which it has never been before. Even though it may seem odd to you at first, it will be helpful for you to begin to accept yourself as a vibrational being, for this is a vibrational universe in which you are living. And the laws that govern this universe are vibrationally based. Once you become consciously at one with the universal laws and gain an understanding of why which respond in the way they do, all mystery and confusion will be replaced by clarity and understanding. Time and fear will be replaced with knowledge and confidence. Uncertainty will be replaced with certainty, and joy will return as the basic premise of your experience. When your desires and beliefs are vibrational match, that which is like unto itself is drawn. So the vibration of your being must match the vibration of your desires in order for your desire to fully to be fully received by you. You cannot desire something predominantly focused on the absence of it and then expect to receive it because the vibrational frequency of its absence and the vibrational frequency of its presence are very different frequencies. Another way of saying that is your desires and beliefs 
familiar with that. Another way of saying that is, your desires and your beliefs must be a vibrational match in order for you to receive that what you desire. Here's a glimpse of the bigger picture. You are here having experiences that cause you in your divinely specific perspective to identify consciously or unconsciously your personal preferences. Now as that happens, the source who hears you and adores you immediately answers vibrational electronic requests, whether you are able to put conscious verbal words to it or not. So no matter what you ask for, whether you ask for it with your words or with just a subtle impression of your desires, your request is heard and answered every time, no exception. When you ask it, it's always given. All that it is, is benefiting from your existence because of your exposure to your specific experience, which causes your specific desire to be formulated within you because source hears and answers your request. The universe in which we are all focus expands, whatever wonderful thing. Your current time space reality, your current culture, your current ways of looking at things, all of the things that make up your perspective have evolved over countless generations. In fact, it would not be possible to retrace all the desires, conclusions, and perspectives that have resulted in your unique overall view right here and now. But what we want very much for you to hear is that no matter what has caused your unique point of view to come about, it has come about. You do exist, you are thinking, you are perceiving, you are asking, and you are being answered. And all that is benefiting from your existence and from your point of view. So your points is not in question, not to us in any way. We completely understand your immense value, your worthless, your, pardon me, your worthiness is not in question, not to us in any way. We know that you deserve to have the energy that creates worlds responding to your every desire. And we know that it does, but many of you, for many reasons, hold yourself apart from receiving the very things you are asking for. Rediscover the art of allowing your natural well-being. We want you to rediscover your unique ability to allow the well-being of this universe to flow steadily and unrestricted into your existence, into your experience, and we call this discipline the art of allowing. It is the art of allowing the well-being, which makes up every particle of that which you are and that which you come from, to continue to, continue to flow through you as you continue to be. The art of the mind is the art of no longer resisting the well-being that you deserve, the well-being that is natural, the well-being that is your legacy, your source, and your very being. Now, there are no preliminary courses for you to study in preparation for understanding what is presented here. This book is written so that you can begin to receive value from right where you are. You are ready for this information right now. This information is ready for you. Chapter 7. You are standing on the leading edge of thought. We like to refer to the place where you are standing as the leading edge of thought. For as you stand there, in your physical body, in your physical environment, having your physical experience, you are the furthermost extension of that which we are. All that has ever been before is culminating into that which you are now are. And just as all of your experience from the time of your birth into your physical body until now is accumulated into who you are now, all that has ever been experienced by all that it is has culminated into all that is now being experienced in the physical life experience on planet Earth. As every person on your planet is having experiences that are causing their desire to be born, this sort of mass summoning is occurring, which literally equals the evolution of your planet. And so the more you interact, the more your personal preferences are being identified and radiated, 
and the more of your preferences that are being radiated, the more are being answered. As such, a powerful stream of source energy is now stretched out before you, from which your individual personal preference will be received. In other words, because of what so many have lived and are living, and because of the summoning power of so many of their desires and well-being of your future experiences is well in place in a like manner, your current desires will in turn provide an energy stream for future generations to benefit from. If you can desire it, the universe can produce it. If your involvement in your time-space reality inspires it in you, any sincere desire, then the universe has the means to supply the results that you seek. Because your ability to reach for more expands with each achievement that came before the expansion may feel breathtaking to those just coming to understand the power of it. But it may feel absolutely normal to those who have already come to understand and expect well-being to flow constantly into their experience. The stream of well-being flows even if you do not understand that it does. But when you consciously become aligned with it, your creative endeavors become so much more satisfying. For then you discover that there is absolutely nothing that you desire that you cannot achieve. It works whether you understand it or not. It is not necessary that you fully understand the complexities of this eternally expanding environment in order to reap the benefits of that which is which has it has become. But it is necessary that you find a way to go with the flow of the well-being that is stretched out before you. So in that effort, we offer these words. There is only a stream of well-being that flows. You can allow it or resist it, but it flows just the same. Who would not walk into a bright little room and look for the dark switch? In other words. You would not expect to find a switch that would flood an inky darkness into the room to cover the brightness of the light. You would find a switch that would resist the light. For in the absence of the light, there is darkness, and in like manner, there is not a source of evil, but there could be a resisting of that which you believe is good. Just as there is not a source of sickness, but there could be resisting of the natural well-being. Without asking, you will receive no answer. Sometimes people will compliment Esther for being able to receive the wisdom of Abraham, Abraham and for putting into written or spoken word for others to experience and receive benefit from. And we would also add our appreciation to that. But we would also want to point out that Esther receiving and translation of our appreciation is only part of the equation. Without the asking that proceeds that there could be no answer in the people of your times are benefiting dramatically from the experiences of those generations that preceded you. For through the experiences that have lived and the desires that were generated within them, the summoning began. And today you are the ones on the leading edge of reaping the benefits of that, of what those past generations asked for. At the same time, you are continuing to ask and you are summoning and it goes on. And on it goes, pardon me. So can you see how if you can find a way to allow it, there is an avalanche of well-being at your fingertips ripe for your plucking, provided you are in vibrational alignment with it. And can you see why, not see why, since there is never a crowd on the leading edge, you are not going to have a lot of people you can talk to this about. You can talk to about this. These days, there are some people experiencing intense hardships or traumas because of how they are living right now. They're asking to hide in an intense place, and because of the intensity of their request, source is responding in kind 
And although the person who is doing the asking is usually so involved in the charm of the pair, not personally receiving the benefit of their own asking, future generations or even current generations who are not right now disallowing and receiving the benefit of that asking. We are giving this to you by the way of helping you understand there is an unlimited stream of well-being and an abundance of all manner of things available to you at all times. And you must be in alignment with the receiving of those things. You cannot stand in the resistance of them or receive them at the same time. Open the floodgates and let your well-being flow in. See yourself where you are now as a beneficiary of the polished stream of well-being. Try to imagine that you are basking in the flow of this powerful stream. Make an effort to feel yourself as the leading end beneficiary of this unlimited stream, and smile and try to accept that you are worthy of it. You are able to feel your worthiness as a powerful stream of well-being with undoubtedly depend on what is happening in your life right now. Under some conditions, you feel utterly blessed, and under others, you feel not so blessed. And it is our desire that, as you read this book, you will come to understand that to the degree you feel blessed and exert expected things will flow to you, this indicates the level of your state of the line. And to the degree that you do not feel blessed, where you do not expect good things to come to you, this indicates your degree of resistance. And it is our desire that as you continue to read, you will be able to, you will feel able to release any habits of thought that have resulted in the disallowing of the stream. We want you to understand that if you, if it were not for resistant thoughts, you have picked up along a physical trail that are not in vibrational alignment with the stream of well-being. You would be right now a full receiver of that stream, for you are a literal extension of it. You and how you feel is all that is responsible for whether you let in the inheritance of well-being or not. And while those around you may influence you more or less to allow or not allow that stream, it is ultimately up to you. You can open the floodgates and let in your well-being or you can choose your thoughts that keep you pinched off from what is yours. But whether you allow it or resist it, the stream is constantly flowing to you, ever ending, ever tiring, always there for your reconsideration. You are in a perfect position to get there from here. Nothing has to change in your environment or in your circumstance that surround you, that surround you for you to begin to deliberately allow any connection to the stream of well-being. You could be in prison, you could be, you could have to be a diagnosis with terminal illness, you could be facing a bankruptcy, or you could be in the muddle of a divorce. Still, you're in the perfect plane right now to begin. And we also want you to understand that this will not require a great deal of time, for it only requires a simple understanding of the universe. Pardon me. It only requires a simple understanding of the universal laws and a determination to move toward a state of allowing. When you drive your vehicle from place to place, you have an awareness of your starting place as well as an awareness of where you're going. You accept that you cannot get there instantly. Instantaneously, you accept that you will travel the distance and in time you will arrive at your destination. And while you may feel anxious to get there and maybe even tired of the journey, you do not get so discouraged at the midway mark that you turn around and go back to your starting place. You do not drive back and forth and back and forth from your starting point to the midway point and then finally collapse from the never-ending journey. You then announce your inability to accomplish your journey. You accept the distance between your starting place and where you desire to be. As you continue to move in the direction of your destination, you understand what is required and you do it. And we want you to 
come to know the journey between where you are and where you want to be on all subjects can be just as easily understood. Before we continue on, I want to thank everyone again for tuning in. And I appreciate everyone for being here. I have viewers from all over the country that tune in every week, every day, honestly. I see more and more people, and I had never anticipated the growth and the speed that this podcast would take off for me, just being who I am, expressing myself, and having my voice and just sitting down and reading a book. I haven't spoken a lot about a lot of the things that I want to discuss, but we'll get there. I just wanted to thank you again. I don't want to make this too long, but I really appreciate your continuing support. If you could please let your friends and family know, and anyone who you think might enjoy Witty Words of Wisdom podcast, please do. And also, if you could please donate. I'm only asking for five dollars every month out of all the information i'm going to give you and i still give you the value is limitless and if you would like to go down that route please follow me on patreon and go ahead and sign up at patreon.com slash witty words of wisdom and also start leaving this at the bottom of my videos thank you again god bless you and I hope you enjoy the rest of this reading. Chapter 8. You are a vibrational transmitter and receiver. Now you are ready to understand the most essential part of controlling, creating, and enjoying your physical life experience. Even more than the material being that you have, have come to know as you, you are a vibrational being. When someone looks at you, they see you with their eyes and hear you with their ears. But you are presenting yourself to them and to the universe and a much more empathetic way than to be seen or heard. You are a vibrational transmitter. You are broadcasting a signal in every moment of your existence. As you are focused in this physical body, and while you are awake, you are constantly projecting a very specific, easily identifiable signal that is instantly received, understood, and answered. Immediately, your present and future circumstances begin to change in response to the signal you are now answering. And so, the entire universe right now is affected by what you are offering. You are an eternal personality focusing in the now. Your world, present and future, is directly and specifically affected by the signal that you are not transmitting. The personality that is you is really an eternal personality. But you, who you are right now, and what you are thinking right now, is causing a focusing of energy that is very powerful. This energy that you are focusing is the same energy that creates worlds, and it is in this very moment creating your world. You have a built-in, easy-to-understand guidance system within you that indicates that helps you understand. Pardon me. You have a built-in, easy-to-understand guidance system within you with indicators that help you understand the strength or power of your signal as well as the direction of your focus. And most important, it is this very guidance system that helps you understand the alignment of your chosen thought with the energy stream itself. Your feelings are the representatives of your guidance system, in other words. In other words, the way you feel is your true indicator of your alignment with your source and your alignment with your 
own inventions, both pre-birth and currently. Your powerful beliefs were once gentle thoughts. Every thought that has ever been thought still exists. And whenever you focus upon a thought, you activate the vibration of that thought within you. So whatever you are currently giving your attention to is an activated thought. When you turn your attention away from a thought, it becomes a doormat. Pardon me, it becomes dormant or no longer active. The only way to consciously deactivate a thought is to activate another. In other words, the only way to deliberately withdraw your attention from one thought is to give your attention to another. When you give your attention to anything, the vibration at first is not very strong. But if you continue to think about it or speak about it, the vibration gets stronger. So with enough attention to any subject, it can become a dominant thought. As you give more and more attention to any thought, and as you focus upon it, therefore practice the vibration of it, the thought becomes an even bigger part of your vibration, and you can now call this practice thought belief. The longer you think thoughts, the stronger they become. Because the law of attraction is behind the expansion of your thoughts, it is not possible to give your attention to something without achieving an alignment with it to some degree. And so the longer you ponder the thought, and the more frequently you return to the thought, the stronger your vibrational alignment becomes. As you achieve a stronger alignment with any thought, you then begin to feel emotions that indicate your increased or decreased alignment with your own source. In other words, as you give more of your attention to any subject, your emotional reading of either harmony or disharmony with you, with who you really are, becomes stronger. If the subject of your attention is in alignment with the source of your being, with what the source of your being knows, you would feel the harmony of your thoughts in the form of good feelings. But if the sub subject of your attention is not in line with what your source knows it to be, you would feel the disharmony of your thoughts in the form of bad feelings. Your attention to it invites in it. Pardon me. Your attention to it invites it in. Every thought that you give your attention to expands and becomes a bigger part of your vibrational mix, whether it is a thought of something. You want, or the thought of something you do not want, your attention to it invites it into your experience. Since this is an attraction-based universe, there is no such thing as exclusion. Everything is about inclusion. So when you see something that you would like to experience, and you focus upon it, shouting this to it, you include it in your experience. When you see something that you would not want to experience, and you focus upon it, shouting no at it, you also include that in your experience. You do not invite it in with your yes and exclude it with your no, because there is no exclusion in this attraction-based universe. Your focus is the invitation. Your attention to it is the invitation. And so, those who are mostly observers start in good times but suffer in bad times because they are observing what they are observing is already vibrating. And as they observe it, they include it in their vibrational continents. And as they include it, the universe accepts that as their points of attraction and gives them more of the essence of it. So for an observer, the better it gets, the better it gets. For the worse it gets, the worse it gets. However, one who is a visionary thrives in all times. With your practice attention to any subject, the law of attraction delivers circumstances, conditions, experience, other people, and all manner of things that match your habitual dominant vibration. And as things begin to manifest around you that match the thoughts you have been holding, you not evolve stronger, stronger vibrational habits, or I'm trying to pronounce this, 
proclivities. And so your once small and significant thought has now evolved into a power belief, and your powerful beliefs will always be played out in your experience. Chapter 9. The Hidden Value Behind Your Emotional Reactions Your sense of sight is different from your sense of hearing, and your sense of smell is different from your sense of touch. But even though they are different, they are all vibrational interpretations. In other words, when you approach a hot stove, your sense of sight does not necessarily tell you that the stove is hot. Your sense of hearing and your sense of taste or smell are not usually the way you recognize a hot stove either. But as you approach the stove with your body, the sensors in your skin let you know that the stove is hot. You are born with sensitive, evolved, sophisticated transmitters of vibration that help you understand and define your experience. And in the same way that you utilize your five senses to interpret your physical life experience, you are born with, another, with other sensors, your emotions, which are further vibrational interpreters to help you understand in the moment the experiences that you are living. Emotions are the are indicator of your point of attraction. Your emotions are your indicator of the vibrational content of your being in every moment. And so when you become aware of the feeling of your emotion, you can also be aware of your vibrational offering. And once you combine your knowledge of your law of attraction with your in this moment awareness of what your vibrational is offering, then you will have full control of your own powerful point of attraction. With this knowledge, you can now guide your life experience in any way you choose. Your emotions simply, purely, and only are about your relationship with your source. And since your emotions tell you everything that you would ever want or need to know about your relationship with your source, we often refer to your emotions as your emotional guidance system. When you made the decision to come forth into this physical body, you fully understood your eternal connection to source energy, and you knew that your emotions would be constant indicators that will let you know in every moment your current relationship with source energy. And so understanding the powerful guidance that you have eternal access to, you felt no sense of risk, no sense of confusion, only a sense of adventure and true exhilaration. Emotions are indicators of your alignment with source energy. Your emotions indicate the degree of your alignment with source. Although you can never achieve such a complete misalignment with source that you disconnect from it altogether, the thoughts that you choose to give your attention to do give you a substantial range in alignment of misalignment with a non-physical energy that is truly who you are. And so with time and practice, you will come to know in every moment your degree of alignment with who you really are. When you are in full allowance of the energy of your source, you thrive, and to the degree that you do not allow this alignment, you do not thrive. You empower being. You are utterly free to create, and when you know that, and are focused upon the things that are in vibrational harmony with that, you feel absolute joy. When you think thoughts that are contrary to that truth, you feel the opposite emotions or of disempowerment and bondage, and all emotions fall somewhere within the range from joy to disappointment. Use your emotions to feel your way back to well-being. When you think a thought that rings true with you, who you really are, you feel harmony coursing through your physical body. Joy, love, and a sense of freedom are examples of a bad alignment. When you think thoughts that do not ring true with who you really are, you feel the disharmony in your physical body. Depression, fear, and feelings of bondage are examples of that misalignment. In the same way that sculptors mold clay into the creation that pleases them, you create by molding energy. You mold it through your power of focus by thinking about things, remembering things, and imagining things. You focus the energy when you speak, when you write, when you listen, when you are silent, when you remember, 
than when you imagine you focus it through the projection of thought. Like the sculptors who, with time and practice, learn to mold the clay into the precise desired creations. You too can learn to mold the energy that creates worlds through the focus of your own mind. And like the sculptors who move their hands through their way as they recreate their vision, you will use your emotions to prove your way to well-being. Chapter 10, the three steps to whatever you want to be, do, or have. The creative process is a conceptually simple step. It consists of just three steps. Step one, you ask. Step two, the answer is given. Step three, the answer which has been given must be received and must be allowed. Step one, you ask. Because of the wonderful and diverse environment in which you are focused, step one comes easily and automatically for this is your, how your natural preferences are born. Everything from your subtle or even unconscious desires to clear, precise, vivid ones resolve from the contrasting experience with your day to day life. Desires were the asking of the natural byproduct of your exposure to this environment of fantastical variety, variety and contrast. And so step one comes naturally. Step two, the universe answers. Step two is a simple step for you, for it is not your work at all. Step two is the work of the non physical, the work of the God force. All things that you ask for, large and small, are immediately understood and boldly offered, without exception. Every point of consciousness has given the right and the ability to ask, and all points of consciousness are honored and responded to immediately. When you ask, it is given every time. Your asking is sometimes spoken with your words. But more often, it emanates from your vibrationally and the cons constant stream of pers personally honed preferences, each building on the next and each one respected and answered. Every question is answered, every desire is given, every prayer is answered, every wish is granted. But the reason that many would argue is that truth holding up experiences of unfulfilled desires from their own life experiences because they have not yet understood and completed the very important step three. For without the completion of this step, the existence of step one, steps one and two could go unnoticed. Step three, you allow it in. Step three is the application of the art of the line. It is really the reason me. It is really the reason your guidance system exists. It is the step whereby you tune the vibrational energy of your being to match the vibrational frequency of your desire. In the same way that your radio tuner must be set to match the frequency of your broadcasting station, the desire to hear the vibrational frequency of your being must match the frequency of your desire. And we call that the art of align. That is allowing what you are asking for. Unless you are in the receiving mode, your questions, even though they have been answered, will seem unanswered to you. Your prayers will not seem to be answered, and your desires will not be fulfilled. And not because your wishes have not been heard, but because your vibrations are not a match, so you're not letting them in. Every subject is two subjects, wanted and not wanted. Every subject is really two subjects. There is that which you desire, and the lack of it. Often. Even when you believe you are thinking about something that you desire, you are actually thinking about the exact opposite of what you desire. In other words, I want to be well. I don't want to be sick. I want to have financial security. I don't want to experience the shortage of money. I want the perfect relationship to come to me. I don't want to be alone. What you think and what you get is always a perfect vibrational match, so it can be very helpful to make a conscious correlation between what you are thinking and what is manifesting in your life experience. But 
it is even more helpful if you are able to discern where you are headed even before you get there. Once you understand your emotions and the importance, important messages they are giving you, you will not have to wait until something is manifested in your experience to understand what your vibrational offering has been. You can tell by the way you feel exactly where you are headed. Your attention must be on it, not on the lack of it. The creative process is occurring whether you are consciously aware of it or not. Because of the variety and contrast of your experience, continual new preferences are being formed within you. And you are, even without knowing, broadcasting them as requests. And in the moment that you broadcast your preference, source energy receives your vibrational request and the law of attraction offers immediate responses, which you must then align to vibrationally. The reason you are not always aware that your desires have been answered is because there is often a time gap between your asking step one and your allowing step three. Even though a clear desire has emanated from your you as a result of the contrast you have considered, you often, rather than giving your attention purely to the desire itself, focus back on the contrasting situation that gave birth to the desire. And in doing so, your vibration is more, is more about the reason you have launched the desire than it is about the desire itself. For example, your automobile is getting older and is beginning to require frequent repairs. And as you begin to notice, it's fading beauty. You find yourself desiring a new car. And as you very much wanted that feeling of confidence that a dependable new car brings the vibrational rocket of desire emanating from it. And source received the fully and responded in kind immediately. But because you were not consciously aware of the laws of the universe and its two-star process vibration, that first exhilarating feeling was short-lived for you. So instead of immediately turning your attention toward your refreshing new desire and continuing to ponder the idea of this delicious new vehicle, thus achieving vibrational harmony with your own new idea, you look back at the vehicle you're currently on, pointing out the reasons that you desire a new car. This whole car no longer pleases me. You conclude not realizing that in looking at the unpleasing car, you are tuning your vibration back to it. And not towards the new car you desire. I really need a new car, you explain, pointing out the dents, the cracks, and the undependable performance of the old one. With each statement of need and justification for a new car, you unwittingly reinforce the vibration of your current unpleasant situation, and in doing so, you continue to hold yourself out of vibrational alignment with your new desire and out of the receiving mode of what you are asking for. As long as you are more aware of what you do not want regarding this situation. What you do want cannot come to you. In other words, if you are predominantly thinking about your beautiful new car, then it is steadily making its way to you. But if you are predominantly thinking about your undependable car, current car, the dependable new car cannot move toward you. It may seem difficult to make the distinction between actually thinking about your new car and beating the drum of the old car. But once you are aware of the emotional guidance system, this distinction will be very easy for you to make. Now you hold the key to creating your every desire. Once you understand that your thoughts equal your point of attraction, and that the way you feel indicates your level of allowing or resisting, you now hold the key to creating anything that you desire. It is not possible for you to consistently feel positive emotion about something. And have it turn out badly, just as it's not possible for you to consistently feel bad about something and have it turn out well. But the way you feel will tell you if you are allowing your natural well being or not. 
Although there is no source of sickness, you may offer thoughts that disallow the natural flow of your oneness, just as you may offer thoughts that disallow the natural flow of your abundance. Although there is no source of poverty, well-being is constantly making its way to you, and you have not learned it. Learn thoughts that slow it or restrict it. You're experiencing it all in, area, in all areas of your life. It does not matter where you currently stand in relationship to anything you desire. By paying attention to the way you feel and by directing your thoughts to better feeling thoughts, you can again achieve vibrational harmony with the well-being that is natural to you. Remember, as extensions of pure positive non-physical energy, the more in vibrational harmony you are with you, the better you feel, for example, when you are appreciating something that you are vibrational matched to who you really are. When you love someone or yourself, you are a vibrational match to who you really are. But if you are finding fault with yourself or another, you are in that moment offering a vibration that does not match who you really are. And the negative emotion you feel is your indicator that you have introduced a vibration of resistance and that you are no longer in the state of allowing your pure connection between the physical you and the non-physical part of you. We often refer to that non-physical part of your inner being or your inner or your source. It is not important what you call that source energy, that source of energy or life force, but it is important that you are consciously aware of when you are allowing a full connection to it and when you are restricting it in some way and your emotions are your constant indicators of your degree of allowing or resisting that connection. And this concludes the reading of Asking Me is Given. Thank you all again for tuning in, and I hope to see you on the next one. Please let your friends and family know, and anyone who may want to watch, and consider donating to keep this going. God bless you, and have a wonderful weekend.